This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever wanted the link between perfectionism and eating disorders? Well, great. Whether or not you did or you didn't, today you're going to find out. So welcome back and thanks for listening. So, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about perfectionism in people with eating disorders. So, we'll talk about what perfectionism is, aspects of perfectionism, perfectionistic behaviors, also perfectionism's relation to eating disorders, and of course, some tips on how to overcome perfectionism. Besides, of course, seeing a medical professional. Many people who struggle with perfectionism, they want to be perfect. They want to have the perfect body, the perfect diet, and of course perfectionism varies from person to person that is struggling with it. However, you can see why perfectionism has a link with eating disorders. Those with eating disorders struggle to feel comfortable in their own skin. They doubt their body and their mind and they fear that they gain weight and they put down their size and their selves because they feel like it's not good enough. And with that, let's get into today's topic of perfectionism. So what is perfectionism? Perfectionism is a personality trait that is characterized by unrealistically high standards. Perfectionism is having a constant need to be able to achieve perfection in some areas of life or all areas of life. So if we look at perfectionism in a healthy way, it can help you to be more motivated and try to reach your goals or push you to achieve more. However, it does become dangerous when there are negative consequences associated with feeling like you're not perfect. And this is when it becomes a psychological issue. So some defining aspects of perfectionism include basing your self-worth primarily and strongly on your ability to achieve these high standards that you are setting. Another aspect is constantly expecting that you or other people achieve these high standards. And these high standards to other people are usually considered to be very extreme or unreasonable. And another aspect is even if there are negative consequences, your aim is to reach these impossibly high standards. So no matter what the consequence is, it is more important that you reach your level of satisfaction by getting to this quote unquote perfect self in whatever it is. And as you can see, these all link up with eating disorders. We'll go over this later, but keep that in mind. And there are quite a lot of different behaviours and characteristics that have to do with perfectionism. So have a listen up and see whether or not this reflects with you. 
or if you're just curious to know. So some behaviours include correcting others, excessive organising, trying to avoid failure and criticism at all costs. So this actually leads to procrastination and having an unwillingness to try new things, for example. Other perfectionist characteristics includes holding yourself to extremely high standards that you wouldn't necessarily hold other people to. If you refer that to an eating disorder example, you could relate it to having this expectation of yourself to be a certain weight. And you hold so much worth and accountability to reaching this certain weight, but you wouldn't do that to someone else that you love. You're not only going to like them if they're a certain weight. What the fuck? Another characteristic includes holding yourself and identifying yourself to your mistakes. So instead of saying, I was wrong about something, you are wrong. It's very generalized, as if because you did one thing, that just means you're shit altogether. There's also having a very polarized way of thinking, so very black and white. So there's only the right way or the wrong way. There's no in-between. And another characteristic is having no self-compassion or unconditional love for yourself when you make a mistake. And there's no cutting yourself any slack. You'd also try to do everything that you can to avoid failure. And that is whatever expectation you've set to what you think that failure is. So in other people's eyes, it might not even be failing at all. You also give yourself a strict set of rules that you must follow. You're increasingly having higher standards. You don't allow yourself to learn from your mistakes. Rather, you just criticize yourself for it. You only acknowledge and value your accomplishments as long as these accomplishments are something that you deem worthy. And if you relate that to eating disorders, you can say it has to do with losing weight or fitting into smaller sized clothes. You also may tend to blame yourself for mistakes, even if they have nothing to do with you and it was someone else's doing. You may also seek external approval. Another characteristic is being very indecisive. So you may have difficulty to make decisions. You may also be constantly comparing yourself to other people. Also giving yourself constant negative self-talk, overcompensating as well. And how I was saying that you only acknowledge what you consider to be an accomplishment. With that, because you have such high expectations, for something that someone else might think is absolutely terrific that you've done, you will not deem what you did there worthy and take no satisfaction from it. You may also struggle to feel loved and highly judge others and yourself. You can be a people pleaser and also be very easily persuaded by other people. Perfectionist way of talking is also saying, if I eat this, I'll lose control. If I ate this, I'm unhinged. And if I gain weight, if I gain any weight, I will be fat and I can't achieve anything and I can't get anywhere if I'm this size or this weight. I need to be thin. You may struggle to speak your truth. You may give up quickly or never complete your projects. And you may also get very defensive, especially if you believe that you are getting criticized. And you may speak in shoulds and must, like, I must lose weight. I shouldn't eat that food. I should eat this food. I must get this right the first time that I try it. And a good way of thinking about that is if you try to recover and you f give yourself this crazy pressure to get everything perfect absolutely right the first time. There may be setbacks in recovery, but if you believe that you need to get everything right the first time and, and say you don't, then comes the feelings of having failed when really you're just learning about your triggers and what you can do better next time. But instead of seeing it like that, you believed you failed, you criticize yourself and then go back to your eating disorder. 
Other things that you may say as a perfectionist way of thinking is if you can't do something perfectly, there is no point of you trying. Or I don't deserve to feel good about this accomplishment because I could have done it better. Or I could have accomplished something better. Or you could say that nothing good comes from making a mistake and I've simply just failed if I've made a mistake. So a lot of the perfectionist way of thinking has to do with your self-talk, how you treat yourself and how you talk to yourself. So it is very important to work on this self-talk, especially during recovery, because your eating disorder and your perfectionist thinking are going to hold hands and fight you. You're trying to be kinder to yourself and learn from your mistakes. So if we compare perfectionism self-talk versus self-talk in a healthy way, we have Perfectionism being like, I'm fat and ugly, I'll disappoint everyone, I'm always messing up, I'm always failing, I'm always making mistakes, I can never reach my goals, I'll never get to the size that I want to be, I am fat, as long as I'm this weight or this size, I am worthless, versus having a healthy way of thinking and saying that you are worthy of love and kindness no matter what. I am beautiful inside and out. And the number on the scale does not reflect that. I am strong, I am capable, and I'm kind to myself, and I learn from my mistakes, not beat myself up for them. And besides perfectionism in eating disorders, other examples of where you may feel perfectionism is in your school or your work. You may feel like you take a lot longer to complete certain tasks because you either keep restarting it because you don't think the work you've done is good enough, or maybe you procrastinate doing the task at all because you don't believe in yourself and your ability and you fear getting any results back because you fear the failure or what you consider to be failure. You may also experience perfectionism during physical activity. You can either burn yourself out by over-exercising to reach a perfect weight, or maybe you feel like you just have to overdo it and just not rest until you reach your PBs. Or on the other hand, maybe you participate in a group sport and you go to kick the ball and you miss it or you miss the goal. And then it feels like the world is crashing down because you miss that and you no longer enjoy doing the sports because to you that was failing. No, it's just you participating and having a good time. And you may also experience perfectionism in your appearance. You may spend an excessive amount of time getting ready before you go out or you worry about what you look like to others or how your outfit looks, how your hair looks, everything, anything and everything. You may also experience perfectionism in relationships with your family, your loved ones. You may fear disappointing them. You may give yourself all of these demands to be the absolutely perfect partner to someone or the perfect daughter, the perfect son, the perfect person. Or the other way around, you may expect that from someone else to give that to you. Perfectionism can also be shown in health and hygiene. You may feel the need to have the absolutely perfect diet or having the perfect exercise routine or everything needs to be absolutely immaculate and that comes to even like your car, your home, your office and you spend a lot of time making sure that everything, everything is perfect in your environment and you try to make the same everything perfect in your life and a lot of money can be spent on that too. And the tricky thing that can come with this is maybe because you push yourself hard, if we look at work or school for an example, it can become tricky because maybe because you're putting in all of this excessive amount of work and pressure on yourself, you can win awards, 
and get applauded for being such a hard worker. But little do the people know what is happening behind the scenes and how you are treating yourself and making yourself feel if you don't get these awards. The awards may not even mean anything to you because of how high of an expectation you have given yourself. So the award just may be a little relief for you, knowing that at least externally you were considered decent enough to have won an award. However, in your own head, your own self-talk is saying still not good enough. So this is when perfectionism becomes dangerous. So a healthy way of looking at this reward system, if you got that award, would be to continue striving and prospering. You've been putting in the hard work, however, you're not going to beat yourself up if you didn't win an award. And you're proud of yourself for achieving what you did. You can be proud of yourself for working hard, but it's not about pushing yourself to have this expectation of being perfect. Having this achievement and this award has nothing to do with being perfect. And you haven't overworked yourself to win this either. You put in the effort, however, you're not working yourself so hard that you feel beaten up and destroyed afterwards. And even then, when you get the award, it's still not good enough. You may also experience perfectionism in how you time manage, how you write, how you speak, in sports, how you exercise, during athletics, how organized and tidy you are. And even in your time management, everything needs to be perfect. You need to arrive at every destination at the perfect time. You need to wake up at a certain time. You need everything to be under a time managed situation. And if something occurs external to you that you can't control happens, that's automatically your fault. Like what if you were driving somewhere and one of the traffic lights broke down? So now there's a big traffic jam because no one knows who to go first. And then you're late for something. And then you blame yourself for that. So a predictor of anorexia nervosa is perfectionism. And perfectionism is also a risk and maintenance factor for bulimia behaviours. And when a person has a tendency towards perfectionism, this can lead them to be overly invested in losing weight or having a specific diet and they want to achieve that quote-unquote perfect appearance, whatever they deem to be perfect. And then disordered eating behaviours come into the picture when someone is struggling with self-worth and they go to how they control themselves, so they're controlling what they eat or... They take parts of behaviours to control their weight or their shape or their size. And they're doing this by highly restricting themselves from eating or they're purging after meals, they're counting their calories or they're excessively exercising. And then if there are any setbacks to these rules that they've created for themselves, whether it has to do with dieting or how much they eat or how much they exercise, they see it as failure and then the cycle continues because they start beating themselves up for not getting that perfect result. And as this cycle continues, the more self-critical they can become and they lose themselves. They're not able to look at themselves and feel any love or kindness. Just someone that isn't perfect. That's all they see. Perfectionism and eating disorder also can look like having an obsession over your flaws, especially to do with your appearance. And also a lot and a lot of comparing, comparing your body, your shape, your size, your weight, your eating habits, your exercise routines, everything with someone else or to others or to influencers. And you're especially comparing yourself to what you deem to be perfect. So you're looking at other people and you're saying, I don't look like that. I need to look like that because they are perfect. But newsflash again, no one is perfect. So your original expectation of reaching a perfect looking weight or size or figure or person 
was never achievable because no one is perfect. How can you reach something that never existed? It's more about striving to be your best self and always looking for ways to improve. And we all make mistakes, so rather learn from your mistakes than criticizing yourself constantly from it. Learn from it, fuck, for sure, learn from your mistakes. But don't punish yourself for doing something that everyone does. You can choose to learn from your mistakes or criticize yourself even more and hate on yourself even more. What the fuck? I know which option to me sounds way better than the other. Before, I would have thought that the criticizing yourself option was the only way to go. However, by growing your self-love and improving that self-talk, that opinion can change because it's a bizarre thing to do to yourself. And you shouldn't take any opportunity that you can to criticize and harm yourself by the words that you were telling yourself, the person that you were telling yourself that you are, which are probably not very nice things. And they're hurtful things because if you strive to be perfect, it's exhausting to think that. There is no perfect way of eating or exercising. There is no such thing as a perfect body. But perfectionism will make you believe that there are perfect versions of all of this. And that's what leads to the eating disorder behaviours. Because you're trying to get to this perfect thing that doesn't exist. Because everyone is beautiful and nobody's perfect. So perfectionism and eating disorders can look like labelling food as good or bad. Never letting yourself rest because you consider that being quote-unquote lazy. Believing that others can eat in a certain way, they can eat what they want. But if you do that, it's out of the fucking question. You hold yourself accountable to different expectations that you wouldn't to someone else. An example of that could be dieting, purging or restricting. Another eating disorder perfectionism trait could be punishing yourself for eating too much and purging afterwards. Refusing to allow yourself to eat any more than a specific amount of calories. Or doing anything and everything that you can to avoid gaining weight, no matter the cost. Also having strict food rules or only feeling reassured temporarily when you get compliments about your body or how much weight you've lost and believing that you have to immediately compensate for eating what you consider to be bad and this can be through purging, skipping meals later or having a very much smaller meal later or over-exercising. When I had my eating disorder, the more weight I lost, the more I thought I needed to get to this perfect figure and this perfect size. And the more I thought that the lighter and skinnier that I would get, then I had a chance of loving myself, the more I harmed myself. And I lost myself more and more along the way. Because the skinnier I became, the less I believed that I was skinny. And I started my eating disorder thinking, oh, if I just lost a bit of weight, I'll just stop the vomiting then. Because all I want to do is help myself lose a few kilos. But that's not what happened at all. The more weight I lost and the skinnier I got, the more unhappy I was with myself. And I thought that the more that I would vomit, which was harming myself, that I would eventually see results and be happy enough with how small I was. But nope. Instead, I just got very overly anxious. I started criticizing myself more and more. And I just became more unhealthy physically and mentally. Going to eating disorders as a way to solve problems was the wrong idea. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh. And that's why I'm here. That that was not a healthy decision to make. I learned from it. I'm not giving myself a hard time about this now. I'm learning from it. And that's what you need to do too. Okay? Not beat yourself up and make yourself feel bad. And giving yourself a hard time. Because that doesn't sound very encouraging to me. Or to you. You want to be your authentic, beautiful self. And as there is no perfect self, if you try to portray this perfect image, you're going to lose yourself in the process. You want people to love you for the real you, not this mask or other person that you were portraying to be. Because eventually, that act or that person that you were trying to be will get lost in translation or your true self will be discovered in some way or another. And you want to be your true self. If someone doesn't want to be around your true self, then great, nice knowing you. See you never. Be around people that love you for who you are. And that's why you need to always try to be yourself, regardless of what outcome someone else gives you. Because eventually, if you are trying to be someone else, and say fucking Fred likes that person, and that act starts to wear off and you're like, you know what, let's show my true self. I can be my true self now that we're friends. Well, Fred might not like that. Fred might like that you obsessively diet. And if Fred does that, then fuck Fred. He can fuck right off. But the point is, if you try to be what you deem to be perfect and you do this even for other people's approval, you can never be happy because you are not being you. Take off that stupid mask of whoever you think you are being to be perfect 
and be you. Be you. Because I can guarantee you that those that love you for who you are appreciate you for the qualities that you do have. Not the qualities of those that you are portraying to be. Because the real ones will be there for the real you. And hopefully to support you as well. To take off that stupid mask. That is not perfect. And as there is no such thing as achieving perfection. You can see how a consequence of wanting to be perfect. Can lead to a life of disappointment. A life of never feeling good enough. And then how can you be happy? If you are having the attitude that you're not happy now, but you will be later once you achieve this quote-unquote perfect life and self, well, you are going to be constantly filled with anxiety and unhappiness, which is not the way to go. You are worth it, so stop telling yourself that you are worthless. Stop it now. So the first thing that I want you to try to do is to embrace your imperfections. And you can do this by exposing yourself to it. And you can start off by exposing yourself to things that you obsess over. Example, always checking the scale because you want to see that perfect weight. And so instead of checking the scale, say, five times a day, you can try and step on the scale less. And the more that you expose yourself to changing these habits, the easier it will become. It's not going to be easy at first. However, whenever you are stepping out of your comfort zone and you are strengthening yourself, it's never going to be easy at first. So never wait to be ready. Because if you are doing something that is stepping out of your comfort zone, you never will be ready. So yes, you will be doing things that make you feel uncomfortable in the short term. However, if you focus on your long term, you are going to see some great results. Remember short term pain for long term gain. You will go from checking the scale 10,000 times a day to none because you are comfortable in your skin and you love yourself no matter what. If you like checking the scale every once in a while, fucking fair enough. But if you are looking at the scale to bring yourself down for whatever number it says or to stress yourself to reach a certain weight, then this is a behavior that needs to stop and you need to practice accepting that everyone is imperfect and that's okay. Besides that, I also want you to try and make time for yourself to have leisure, fun, and relaxing times, okay? Stop making everything about being perfect. Stop thinking that you can't have time to relax and that everything you have to do is in order to make you perfect, okay? So if you're thinking you have to constantly exercise 24-7 because you need to reach that perfect body and size, and stop thinking that you need to constantly only eat the foods that you have labeled as good and never eat the foods that you have labeled as bad. Give yourself some time to relax and feel calm. It will also help if you meditate. So that's a little bonus tip for you that I've never shared. And I also want you to stop comparing yourself. And you also need to stop comparing yourself, especially if you're always on social media and you're scrolling through all of these different influences and just putting yourself down for not looking like someone else, whether you're criticizing yourself for not having as perfect of a body or as a perfect of a diet or an as perfect gym routine, cut it out, unfollow them. You may not even realize how big of an impact these influences or diet pages that you are following are making an impact on you. So just try and unfollow all of these accounts 
And honestly, at the back of your mind, if there are certain accounts that you can think of, that's kind of an indication in the first place. That's your self-love voice at the back of your head saying, listen to me. You need to listen to it and start loving yourself, okay? So just try it out, unfollow these accounts and see how it makes you feel. Maybe you'll feel less anxious. It may help you stop putting yourself down so much. Give it a go, even if you don't believe that who you follow on social media makes a difference, but give it a go. Unfollow those accounts that you feel yourself always gravitating towards when you're thinking bad about yourself and your body, your looks, or what you eat, etc. Unfollow them, because they'll still be there when you come back, most likely. So unfollow them and see how you feel. Keep a mood tracking journal. And don't forget that a lot of people on social media, they only post the good parts, okay? So whatever you're even seeing on these accounts does not represent their whole entire life. So if that's the perfect life you want to get, most of the time you aren't even seeing their whole entire life. Remember nothing and nobody is perfect. It's also going to be very helpful for you if you become aware of your tendencies. Become aware of your triggers, your patterns, what it is that makes you feel like you need to be perfect and why. It will be helpful to identify the unhelpful behaviours. And in return, how it would be helpful if you changed these standards that you were giving yourself. What is it that is triggering you? What is holding you back from stopping this urge to be perfect? Once again, use the mood journal so that you can track your progress, first of all, but also to be able to identify these patterns. Write down when you feel imperfect and what your mind or your eating disorder is telling you you need to do to be quote unquote perfect. And write down the actions that you took or want to take and why. Why do you think you need to do this in order to be perfect? Write it all down so that you can start identifying patterns. It will be easier for you to change these unhealthy behaviors and patterns if you were able to identify them. Another thing that you can do is try to look for the positive. If you're struggling with perfectionism, I'm sure you're very good at finding the negatives. So why don't you try and look for a positive? If you're always over-exercising and for some reason you miss out on an exercise for a day, instead of looking for the negative and saying, oh, I've never got to reach that perfect body, I'm a failure, I'm worthless, I cannot keep up with anything, why don't you look for a positive? And it will be hard at first. Google an answer if you have to or listen to some other episodes. But you can say, I am giving my body a day to rest. And that is actually very important. Your body needs to rest. You have gotten yourself in the habit to look for the negative, to focus on what you aren't. So it's time to flip that narrative. And to do that, I want you to try and look for something good in what you normally see as bad. Flip your narrative, flip your standards. Switch your focus from being critical to being kind. You need to also reframe your eating disorder thoughts. Reframe your negative thoughts. If you alter how you speak to yourself, it will change the way you think. You have been so used to giving yourself so much shit that it's hard to encourage yourself to get to a better place because it's like you've convinced yourself that you're not capable of doing that. And you are. And if this is something that you struggle with, please go and listen to episode 31. It's all about reframing your thoughts. Go reframe them and stop listening to the negative bullshit. I want you to also allow yourself to make mistakes, okay? I know that if you are struggling with perfectionism, making a mistake seems like the 
biggest failure in the world. But it doesn't have to be. You can look at mistakes as something that makes you worthless and incapable of achieving anything. Or instead, you can look at it as an opportunity for you to grow, to learn about yourself, to learn what you can do better, and then you can do better. Making mistakes is an opportunity for you to learn and to grow. Acknowledge the negative thought that you are having. Write the thought that you are having down and ask yourself, am I being too critical with myself right now? Am I trying to reach perfection? Then I want you to challenge this thought that you are having. Am I thinking with my perfectionist tendencies? What is triggering me to feel this way? Why am I feeling this way? Did something happen just before these thoughts that are driving me to this conclusion? How do I think that I would normally react to the situation? And is this a positive way of reacting? Or is there a better way that I could handle this situation? Is having these thoughts helpful for me? And after that, reframe the negative thought. So rather than looking at your negative thought and just looking for a positive one, you're not just trying to flip the thought because remember, not in every situation, there will be a perfect outcome. Instead, look for a different outcome. If your thoughts are always telling you that if you eat this food, this is bad, this is bad, you're going to get fat, you're going to put on too much weight and everyone will hate you. Also ask yourself, first of all, is this my imagination or is this reality? What evidence do you have to support this claim? And then look for a different outcome. Write down what you think a different outcome could be. After you've asked yourself, is having this thought helpful for me? And why or why not? And is this my imagination or my reality? What evidence do you have to support the claim? Then think of a different alternative. If you were thinking with your imagination, how is a different, more realistic way that you can think? And if you are struggling to find a realistic way of thinking, that's okay. That will come with time. But go ask someone that you trust, that you believe will help you find a better alternative. Okay? And remember that no one is perfect. So it's not helping anything or anyone by looking at mistakes as an indicator and as evidence that you are not perfect. Because no one is. And making mistakes is an opportunity for you to improve yourself and your life. But it's up to you how you look at it. Reframe those thoughts. What I also want you to do is to start enjoying the process. Enjoy the process of accepting imperfection. I've shared this quote before. It's probably been on a thousand live, laugh, love posters, but it's true. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So enjoy the ride. Remember how I talk about looking back one day and wondering what if? Well, you can also look back at your life and either think, wow, I forgot to live and be happy in the now because I was too focused on reaching a state of mind where I felt perfect. And I realize now that perfect doesn't exist. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Or you can look back at one day, look back at your life, and say, wow, I learned so much throughout my life. I made mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. And I achieved and I loved so much more than I ever could than if I kept pushing myself to reach a life that I thought would have been perfect. How would you like to look back at your life one day? I know I would certainly like to look back one day and be proud and happy that I lived in the now, in the present. And I'm going to leave you with another quote for this tip that I've also shared before. But it's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. Yesterday's history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why we call it the present. Another thing that you can do is try to learn how to handle criticism. If someone is being a douche and just, and just giving you a hard time, well, you can first remind them that everyone makes mistakes because that is your new mindset, or you can distance yourself. Don't, don't listen to that negative shit. You get that enough from yourself already, okay? You want to try and take things constructively. Think about where this person is coming from. Are they someone that has experience in this field that you can reflect and genuinely think that they are trying to give you helpful advice, but you just take it as criticism because you are used to taking everything as criticism? Well, you can try and listen to them. And if you're feeling triggered in the moment, just let them know as calmly as you can. Calmly that you are trying to listen to what they have to say. However, you need some time to calm and see things rationally and you will come back to them when you are feeling calmer and ready to listen more. And then go meditate in the meantime. You can even get them to write their opinion down on a piece of paper so you have time to reflect on your own and come back in a refreshed mindset once you've had time to calm down. It's also going to help you if rather than focusing on reaching perfection, you focus on the why. Why is it that I'm trying to recover? It's not to be perfect, but it's to get to a healthy state. It's to be kinder to myself and to improve my mental and my physical health. So focus on the meaning. Prioritize meaning over perfection. Focus on your passions. Look for fulfillment. Look for learning lessons. Not a perfect outcome. And also try not to procrastinate. Because perfectionism comes with procrastination because you fear not having a perfect result. So say you were trying to meditate, but you fear not having a perfect meditation session. You fear having too many irrelevant thoughts in your head. And if you do that, to you, that means that that was not a perfect way to meditate. Well, guess what? There's no perfect way to meditate. Okay? 
the more you practice meditation, the, the purpose of meditation is to get to a calm state where you can be in the moment. And honestly, I have thoughts, a lot of them, but they are positive reinforcements where I say I am statements, I am strong, I am capable, I am healthy. I'm not saying I'm useless, I'm worthless, I'm no. And I also say what I'm grateful for, okay? So do that. You don't have to be in dead silence if you don't want to. But give yourself positive things to think about. And that will help reframe thoughts as well. Fill your head with the crap that you want to believe. The same way that you filled your head with all of the negative crap, flip it and start giving yourself some time with some lovely meditation music to fill your head with love and empowered statements. Okay? So anyways, if you were avoiding meditation and so you're procrastinating, you can even try setting an alarm on your phone. Say you've convinced yourself that you'll try in half an hour, half that time, if you can, to 15 minutes, set that timer. When that timer goes off, you do it. You meditate. And then you can go back to whatever you were doing afterwards, but set that deadline for yourself and make it soon so that you don't procrastinate. Try to half the time that you were originally going to set because more likely than not, you set that deadline further along than necessary because you were trying to procrastinate it. Okay. And besides that, I want you to also try and get perspective from someone that has a secure mindset within themselves that doesn't seek to be perfect, rather to grow and become stronger and more capable, as you can too. Okay. Also, Try not to give in to your instant reaction, especially if you notice that that reaction is coming from a place of irrational fear or anxiety. Okay? The more you call yourself out and you realize when you are having these irrational reactions that are stemming from fear most likely, you are going to be able to get more perspective before having that same reaction. Okay? So with that, I repeat, embrace your imperfections Give yourself time to have fun and to be calm and to relax. Stop comparing yourself and get rid of the places where you compare yourself. Become aware of your perfectionist tendencies. Look for the positive the same way you would look for the negative. Look for something else. Look for a different way of thinking. Reframe your thoughts. And allow yourself to make mistakes. Be okay with that. And then also, start to enjoy the journey. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. So enjoy the ride, okay? Also learn how to handle criticism. Look for your purpose and your meaning over perfectionism. Try not to procrastinate. And also get perspective. Get a perspective that is not seeking perfectionism. Okay? And with all of that, I hope you start looking for happiness and learning opportunities and allow yourself to make mistakes so you can grow over perfectionism. Hannah Montana says nobody's perfect, okay? So listen to her and stop listening to your eating disorder, okay? What do we say to the eating disorder? Fuck off, yep, yep. And what do we do with Ali? What do we remember to do? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> to eat with Ali. <laughs>